Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. He is my friend and my favorite writer of fiction. The author of 22 novels, six of them, number one New York Times bestsellers, His books include The Deserter, Word of Honor. By the way, when I've hosted him in front of live audiences, I go through the whole list and we have rounds of applause for each one just to see, you know, which the audience regards as its favorite. The Deserter, Word of Honor, Plum Island, Charm School, Gold Coast, General's Daughter, made into a movie, by the way, with John Travolta. If you were to ask me which of all of his 22 novels is my favorite, I'm probably going with Nightfall. Yeah, Nightfall. He's also a combat-decorated U.S. Army veteran. Nelson DeMille is back, ladies and gentlemen. John Corey is back, and the new book is called The Maze. Nelson, today is the release date. Congratulations, and thank you for being here. Thank you, Michael. Good to be with you. You were kind to send me an advance copy, which I took on summer vacation. I know I, I sent you an off-color email when I was 10 pages into it and said I had to cross my legs because I was laughing out, out loud so hard. 
Yeah, well, this is your yeah, typical John Corey. John Corey is my uh, series character. This is uh, the maze's number eight for John Corey, and uh, he's irreverent. Uh, he's politically incorrect. Um, That's why I love him. And, and you love him. I love him. And most of my fans love him, but there are people who don't love him. And I'm getting, I, I'm getting some blowback, but uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, like in, that. okay, in 2022, and I've and I've talked to you so often in the past about your writing practice and your old school. You you use pencils and you write everything out, and then it gets typed up. But when you're sitting there in your writing studio in your writing room, do you think, ah, oh, geez, I don't know, it's 2022. Like maybe I could do that in the 90s, but I can't write that dialogue for today. <laughs> You know, it, it passed it passed through my mind while I was writing it, and uh, you know, during the time I was writing it, probably during COVID, uh, there was the defund the police and you know, woke and uh, and uh, me too and all that. And uh, but I wasn't really paying attention because I'd created this character, you know, seven books before. Uh, Plum Island goes back to I think 1997, and uh, but I was surprised uh, the reaction of some of the junior editors there really was some uh, pushback really um, the world had changed oh absolutely and they they wanted changes in the book they thought some of it was sexist misogynist um i said you know right so what, what's your point <laughs> what's the point this is exactly who this character is and somebody said that my publishing house they wanted me to expand my audience i said no i'm going to lose my audience if i listen to you guys <laughs> um, so there was you know and i, I it's the first time i think in 40-some years of writing that I really felt uh, that kind of uh, censorship, if you will. Um, and I said, no, this is, I, I did make a few changes. Some things were maybe beyond the pale, and I'm not, you know, I'm open to some suggestions. No, please, but, please uh, send me those edits. I want the, I want the unedited, uh, for, for those, Nelson, for those who don't know, John Corey is a retired NYPD homicide detective. His last gig, I guess, was as a, a federal agent uh, at the, uh, the diplomatic group that he was working with. Yeah, diplomatic security group, right. He's been wounded in the line of duty, and in this book, The Maze, you actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually take us back to where we first met him. Exactly. Uh, we first met John Corey in uh, Plum Island. Uh, that was the name of the book, but it's also Plum Island is a real place. It's, an, uh, it's supposed to be an animal research center, animal disease research center, which it is. But it also has been um, suspected that biological warfare is studied there, so... Uh, you know, right from the beginning, we know that John is going to get into something deep. And we see John for the first time in Plum Island on the back porch of his uncle's mansion. He's got a rich mansion, and he's recovering from the, the gunshot wounds he received in the line of duty. He's convalescing, and uh, the local uh, police chief comes to him and says, uh, we have a murder of two, uh, two um, Plum Island scientists, a man and a woman, are married to each other. And they've just been murdered, and, uh, you know, we'd like your help on this case, because it's sort of a rural police force. And uh, this book, it's kind of the same setup. He's back there at his uncle's place. So it's kind of, and, he, and his old lover, Beth Penrose, comes and gives him, a, he makes him a proposition, but not that kind of proposition. Uh, she has Well, uh, not, not initially, yes. not initially. Not, not initially, no, but we get to that later, of course. You know, so, um, yeah, this... yeah, it is a full, full swing around, and... This is where we left off with John Corey, and this is where we're starting the maze. 
this this may not translate to radio, but I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot. This is the genius in my view of your writing. So as you've just described, your your protagonist is looking forward to taking off the summer in this bucolic setting. And all of a sudden now he's about to get enmeshed in solving another major crime. And the old girlfriend, Beth, is there and so forth. And there's there's the local chief, Chief Maxwell. And John Corey wants to know whether the two of them have been sleeping together. Fair? Right. Right. So he goes so he goes into Claudio's restaurant, presumably to have a drink with the chief, and he uses the barmaid for information. And I just I reread this page because I thought this this is how Nelson applies his street smarts. Let me see if I can do this. The barmaid, a 40-something blonde with hoop earrings and a ponytail, put a bottle of Budweiser in front of me. Glass? It comes in a glass. She smiled. I was in here the other night, and the barmaid said to me, if you lost a few pounds, had a shave and a haircut, you'd look all right. And I said, if I did all that, I'd be talking to the chick at the end of the bar instead of you. She laughed. You live around here? I don't know how to say this town. Aquabogue? Aquabog. 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 I don't give personal info that could get into the wrong hands. What brings you here? Meeting someone, I said. Chief Maxwell. Yeah, he likes to sit at his table. He called. You want to sit? I'll wait, I asked. What's your name? Flo. Hi, Flo. I'm Jim, Chief Maxwell's emotional support coach. She processed that, and since I was with the chief, or because I'm so charming, she stuck around, and I said... When I was in here last time, there was a really big lady dancing on a table, and I said to her, great legs. And she smiled and said, do you really think so? And I said, definitely, most tables would have collapsed by now. <laughs> I guess that's one that the young editors <laughs> didn't like. You're funny. Right. So I think the chief was in. This is Now, here comes the genius of DeMille. So I think the chief was in here last night. Yeah. With his girlfriend. He's got a lot of lady friends. I think I know this one kind of scrawny and maybe not so good looking. No, says the barmaid. This one was a looker. I asked, did the chief keep her waiting as usual? No, he got here first. I'm glad he's listening to my advice. I hope he walked her to his car. Answer to that is no, she left, he stayed. Well, you got the information you were looking for. You wanted to know if they went home together. But in the process of telling that story, Nelson, you've really had to exhibit like a keen understanding of the way the world works. That's what I'm trying to say to you. You can write, but you're also a street smart guy. Well, you know, born and raised in New York is all I can say. And uh, I hang around, and we've mentioned this before, Michael, that you know the the bars I hang around locally are uh, full of uh, DAs, ADAs, and uh, cops, uh, homicide detectives. The, the courthouse is not too far from my office, and I, you know I listen. Um, this is the best kind of research is not from a book or the internet. Uh, it's really from listening to people who are in the occupations that you're trying to represent in the book. And I think I'd make a hell of a homicide detective if I, I wasn't do too. What I'm doing now. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. I had a dinner recently in New York with a, a, a longtime listener of mine, a wonderful guy from Long Island, a grocer turned philanthropist. I'll give him a shout out. Charlie Reichert is his name. He and a, a, a couple of his friends and somebody brought up the Gilgo Beach murders. And I said, wait right. a minute, you're talking about Gilgo. I said, Nelson DeMille, I've seen in advance. He has a book coming out and he uses these murders as sort of the context in which to tell his story, just like you did in Nightfall, just like you've done in Plum Island. So what were the Gilgo murders? Yeah, the Gilgo Beach murders are kind of interesting. Um, there were 10 uh, prostitutes 
which I'm supposed to call sex workers, according to my uh, junior editors. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> seriously, they asked me to use the word no, come sex on. workers a little bit more. <laughs> no, seriously. And I said, it sounds dirtier than prostitute. But it does. Found, it does. Uh, yeah, and uh, so they were found, and you might know the case, because there have been a couple of TV documentaries made and a few books about the Gilgo Beach murders. It was uh, 11 years ago now, and there were 10 young ladies, and they identified some of them uh, as sex workers, and they really they, they just assumed the rest of them were, which they were. And um, how did they get there? Why? Why Ten people in the same area, obviously, was a serial killer, uh, dumping these ten bodies. They hadn't been found in a while because they were in a very remote part of the beach with uh, Bramble. And um, this is stymied the uh, local police out there. Uh, Gilgo Beach is near um, the Hamptons, and it's on Fire Island, so it's kind of trendy and and I, people were speculating that it was some high-profile billionaire who was a little bit crazy, like a Jack the Ripper type, and he was killing him. Other people speculated it was, you know, the mob who was getting rid of some of their, you know, their prostitutes who were not, you know, telling the line. And but I think the, the important thing, well, or the interesting thing to me after 10 years is that all these, all this time has gone by, and um, they have 10. Uh, the a news day, the local newspaper here said uh, 10 years, 10 murders. No suspects that was their headline, and uh, so when I saw that, I said, you know, as a novelist, maybe this should be the theme of my next book. So and then I said, well, this is a good point, a good place to bring John Corey back. So that's that, that was the genesis of of the story. I do fictionalize it as the Fire Island murders. I didn't want to get into the weeds of the actual case, which has been ongoing for ten years, and not not a cold case, even though ten years have gone by. It's still very much. Uh, alive and uh, it's kind of an embarrassment to the local police and because the it's FBI unsolved. Involved. Yeah, because they they just you know yeah you always think that you know the police are going to get their guys, especially with you know crime of this magnitude. Uh, but even the FBI was stymied. So uh, you know when I you know when you set out to write a book, as you know you you know it's going to take you over a year to write it, and the publisher's going to hold it for a while. And I was just crossing my I, you know as much as I wanted these murders solved. I didn't want them solved before my right. book came out. Right, you want them solved now. Now is when you now, want them right. solved. So <laughs> exactly. the, the book is the book then becomes an exploration of your editors wouldn't like this, but an exploration of the world of private dicks. Right? I mean, that's what it's then right. all about. Yeah, because John Corey has now um, been talked into becoming a private uh, detective, a private dick, as we say, or private eye, dick eye, whatever, and. Uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't take to the job well, but that's, that's another subplot. Um, but he has now free reign to do what a lot of the police couldn't do, and he's got some inside information because he's working for an, a detective agency that he thinks was involved with the uh, the murders. So, yeah, I did fictionalize it, but I used a lot of what I knew. Uh, the local police chief out there, they, they actually the county police chief, not the local, but the county police chief and the county DA, uh, came under some suspicion too, so you know when you get a murder like this, it you know a lot of people get get their finger pointed at them, and they uh, it's caused a lot of uh, a lot of problems. The uh, police chief out in Suffolk County went to jail for a couple of years for something else, and the um, DA went to jail for something else. But these are obviously people who had some uh, ethical issues, and uh, so you know the, it's, it's thought that they might have something to do with this. But when I started, you know, researching it, there was so many levels, like peeling back, you know, an onion. Uh, it's hard to believe that a suburban 
Um, affluent county could have so much police and government corruption. It's sort of like uh, then, you, then you, again, maybe. Like hey, that. then again, maybe that's why they have so much. Who knows? Yeah, you know, but this is like the kind of stuff you see in, in, in the inner cities and the, and the Democrat-controlled uh, inner cities, you might say. Uh, and this is, you know, this is Pleasantville. This is suburbia, and uh, and yet the same thing existed. So I try to bring that out in the book too, and about you know police corruption and uh, and. Um, Political corruption. So I, uh, hopefully, Nelson, it works. I think it works. I'm, I'm not. Oh no, it works just fine. Believe me, it's a great book. I'm not giving it all away for free, but the title is The Maze, and there is a maze next to the farmhouse that is the headquarters of the private dicks. Is the maze something that's reality based? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, a little insight into <laughs> the kind of decisions you have to make as a writer. Out on the east end of Long Island, there's a lot of like. Uh, Agritourism, agricultural tourism, and um, this has any number of corn mazes out there that you know you pay ten bucks and your your kid runs through it, and sure. they got like mummies in the in the corn maze. I can, believe me, I've done it with my children, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of fun. But uh, but because this book is set in the early um, uh, early summer. The corn wouldn't be high enough, so I just made it into a hedge maze. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, these things do exist out there as tourism attractions. And I, yeah, I won't give the book away, but there was a very good scene set in the, uh, the maze, sort of like in The Shining, if you remember that. Yeah. Nelson, it's great to have you back. It's great to have John Corey back, your alter ego. I'm so glad that you didn't deliver on something you told me about a decade ago, which was that you were tempted to knock him off. Thank God you didn't. Yeah, he's he's you know he pays the rent, Michael. So. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever you change know. him, because I'll be one of those. Well, you'd never lose me, but I would be one of those disappointed if that Corey character ever shifted one iota. Because that's that's what that's why we love him. We love him, especially in these times. Uh, I hope I see you soon. I wish you all good things. Hope you're feeling well and 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 all good good for you. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. It's Nelson DeMille, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the book is called The Maze, and yes, it is a John Corey novel. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.